I am Chris Rex, and for the last 10 years, I have been traveling up and down the roads as an independent professional wrestler. I have had the opportunity to train, work with, and share locker rooms with some of the best who ever stepped foot inside of the squared circle. My co-host is Alex Alcazaz, aka the Bear of Texas. Born outside of Lyon, France, he moved to Texas at the age of four and his love of sports has led him to become a sports journalist with eight years under his belt. Together, we mix my knowledge and experience as a professional wrestler with his research and raw journalism to bring you an educated and unique view of professional wrestling. This is Wrestling with a Bear. Chris, the next subject is the story on New Jack. And this was something actually I was really excited about because over the years I've done a lot of reading and research on New Jack. Yeah, uh, when I heard they were doing this, my first thought was, oh boy, here we go. Because like, I know about New Jack's history. Uh, I've met him personally. Uh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was like, oh, this one's, this one's going to be a hell of a ride. Like, if you've ever watched a New Jack shoot interview. Oh, I have. <laughs> Believe then, me. Then you know. Doing a, a, a TV episode, a national TV episode, where it's no holds barred, where it's uncensored, then this is, I was really looking forward to this one. Okay, now before we, first I guess, you said he met New Jack, what's he like? Um, like I said, I briefly uh, met him, I had mentioned this on um, Pipe Bomb Radio, which is um, uh, a network that I, I you know, I have my own uh podcast with i guess i'll plug that later um but i went on pipe bomb radio and i had given my little story on new jack i was uh in 2012 i had i had like just been training for maybe a few months and they were doing something called extreme reunion it was gonna be um a one night thing where it pretty much did an ecw reunion but then but their the whole plan was to pretty much make it a promotion. So they brought in a lot of the um, independent talent and pretty much mixed them with the old ECW guys. And I was, um, I remember being at work one day and I got a phone call from my trainer. He goes, hey, uh, what are you doing Saturday? I said, you know, I got to work Saturday. He's like, well, uh, we're gonna, um, he's booked, they were booked for Extreme Reunion. He goes, Oh, you want to ride out with us because there may be a position for you. And I was like, really? He's like, yeah. He goes, they need somebody for Raven Flock. I am a huge fan of Raven. I love his promos. I love his work. So I was like, I'm all about it. I was like, I will be there. I will be there. Wow. So, you know, I pretty much told my boss, I was like, listen, I got to do this. He was like, well, if you don't show up Saturday, don't show up Monday. And I was pretty much like, I'm willing to take that risk on this. All right. So we get to Saturday, and I get to the whole the the venue. You know, I'm BSing, meeting guys, and talking, and I'm really just trying to grasp everything in because I'm I'm green at this point, really green at this point. I just started training, and uh, it was Los Dramaticos, who are the SAT, my trainers, versus CZW's Blackout. And the whole, they were going to do um, a New Jack and Mustafa running on Blackout to start a, a little angle with uh, Blackout and uh, the gangsters. 
And you, 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 you've watched New Jack wrestle before, right? Oh, absolutely. I've, I, I, okay. I mean, I, I remember the match he had against uh, what's the, the guy, old guy, uh, Gypsy Joe. Gypsy I, mean, Joe. I mean, yeah. Okay. Do you know? Do you know? <laughs> I, I, I will get to that later, but do you know New Jack's music. Yeah, it's uh, the Natural Bo- Natural Born Killers by uh, Dr. Okay. Dre and Ice Cube. Yeah, yeah, and I, okay. I've never seen a match. I mean, I don't know if I've ever saw a match where it was actually playing in the background. I mean, I've, I've listened to the song before. That, that used to be that used to be his gimmick in ECW. That his his song, the song would play throughout the whole time because it represents because it represents him. I mean, that that song. If well, you listen to it closely, and you know you New know Jack. That, <laughs> if you know that song, you know there is an intro. Yeah. Okay. Well, New Jack does not play that intro. He goes from when the girl screams to, you know, to when the song starts. And everyone who knows New Jack knows this. Well, the, uh, the sound guy, like when I met New Jack, he it was just like kind of high. And I was sitting in gorilla position, like just next to him, you know, and he's got a garbage can full of weapons. He's ready to do his thing. Well, the sound guy plays the song from the beginning. And uh, New Jack flips, flips, man. And I knew it. I knew the second I heard this, the intro, I was like, oh, man, shit's going to go down now. Because he, he kept saying, the, the intro's 30 seconds in, 30 seconds in, play it 30 seconds in. I've seen him tell the sound guy this. And sound guy plays it from the beginning. He flips out a garbage can. with The garbage can with the weapons goes flying, right? It's like coming my way. He's got this like Wolverine Freddy Krueger claw on and he's swinging that and he's going off talk saying 30 seconds I told you 30 seconds you can't understand 30 seconds and I'm just I I told I got out of Dodge man I I did not want to stick around to see the rest of that I mean New Jack's just one of those dudes I mean he'll give you simple instructions if you don't listen or if you screw up I mean he he, he pisses him off well well, and I'm sure that's going to be a reoccurring theme for (laughs) in this episode (laughs) Alright, so uh, as we start the whole thing with New Jack, um, uh, you know, his time, you know, starting out with Smoky Mountain Wrestling, but uh, understand, the man, the, the, he must have had a, 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 I mean, to say he had a harsh childhood is it's so much of an understatement, because that's something I learned about him, I mean, uh, what, what we saw, what, what his dad did, I mean, man, it, 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 it's understandable how New Jack really has all these demons, and now, you know, what, and he explains why, now y'all know what I do when I flip out, it's because... I think he he just has those haunted memories of his dad, and it's and, I, and, I, and I feel I feel bad. I really feel bad for New Jack. I mean, if I mean it, I would say like I'm I'm so sorry for what happened to you as a kid, man. It, it makes me feel bad. Fuck <laughs> I mean, probably because you know he doesn't he probably doesn't like people feeling bad for him. Although uh, I did tweet but, a, no, I, t- I tweeted to him something. I, I told him that I don't blame him for being mad at at, uh, at Vic Grimes, and he liked the tweet. So I guess yeah. in some I'm ways no, he'll probably been, appreciate the support. You've but. been liking my my tweets lately because uh, actually yesterday he posted something um, an old promo he did. For Smoky Mountain Wrestling, where it was actually him, Mustafa, I forgot the rest of the guys in the match, versus like Midnight Express, The Undertaker, and, uh, and someone else. And I was watching this promo, and I was like, because he, he, first he had posted um, New Jack versus Undertaker, and I seen the promo, and I'm like, okay. And I'm like, wait, no way this happened. I said, yo, I gotta see this match, man. So like, he's been kind of liking my tweets lately, and... Uh, but yeah, what I what I wanted to say is uh, what I liked about it is, is you understand the human being, and that's what everyone has to uh, like. And that's why I love about these series. It's not they're not just talking about the wrestler; they're talking about the human beings. 
Like every, you can know what the guy did in, in the ring and what he's done with his career, but you, you'll never understand what goes through that, that man's mind. You'll never understand what that man went through. He can even tell the story himself and you still wouldn't understand what he went through. So that's what that's one of the main reasons I really enjoyed this is that beginning is when you understand. I mean, you don't understand, but you feel for him, you know, and you can see why this he's a human being. He's not this violent monster that everyone like makes him out to be. You know, if you know him and and I I know people who have been around him, he likes to make people laugh. He's a comedian. You know, he's he's that type of guy. Just once you set him off, he he goes from zero to 100 real quick, man. Exactly. I mean, it's like he becomes a different person if you piss him off, if you get the, on the wrong side of him. But, see, uh, the Blue the blue Meanie did a shoot interview on the Mass Transit incident, and he explained, and we'll get to the Mass Transit incident soon, and he explained that, you know, he, did a, he worked a match with New Jack, and New Jack was fine with him, and, and, and Blue Meanie said, well, you know, I did as I was told, I did, I followed his instructions, and, and, and New Jack, you know, and New Jack was, was great with me. So, it's like I said, New Jack's just one of those dudes, you know, if you do as you're told, you do everything properly, you don't screw up, I mean... The match will go fine, and, and he'll, he'll he'll respect you for it. He'll try, and he'll, most of all, he'll trust you. But um, but now as we started square, I believe he, he started in the, in the South uh, for Smoky Mountain Wrestling, which, as we know, was owned by uh, none other than the great Jim Cornette. Um, and and Jim Cornette, you know, since, since it was in the South, and those those hostile uh, white crowds, and. and <laughs> And and, and and the whole thing, you know, having him and uh, Mustafa Saeed. And, and speaking of Saeed, I believe, uh, aside from being an independent wrestler, he did work for WCW, but he was a he was a jobber, or or, or as perhaps I don't I don't know what's what's the better term, the jobber or or an enhancement talent. But uh, I mean, I guess if you if you if you want to make people feel good, an enhancement talent. But there's nothing wrong with me, nothing wrong with the word jobber to me, because some of the best wrestlers in the world were jobbers, so you could use the, or whatever terminology you want. <laughs> you, can be an, you can be a star on the indie scenes, but then, you know, they bring you in for one night, they probably give you a big paycheck, and they say, hey, all you gotta do is just get your butt kicked for, like, for like two, two minutes, and that's it. <laughs> okay, I don't but, have to work, well, I don't have to work eight, nine hours a day. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just, I'd be worried, I mean, if, if it's a certain wrestler, I'm like, if a wrestler who's known Man, for, for all, botching, all, that would scare me, but... All that, that, kind of that feelings bullshit, yeah. you know, and, and I'm not trying to be harsh, you know, but it's just like, dude, you're getting paid to do this. So what, whatever they call you. Yeah. It, you, that money, that money says your, your legal name on it, right? That check says your legal name on it. That's all that matters. Exactly. So anyway, um, I think Jim Cornette, you know, it, brought him in and you know and you know the, those the, the hostile crowds and i and i believe uh to, to have you know the, the guys the gangsters and, and they portrayed like you know dujack was portrayed as a guy who who's a sympathizer for oj simpson i think they, they, they were built from uh, south central los angeles where we, we all know about that uh and i think the idea was because the whole thing with rodney king and you know these black dudes coming to, to a hostile south crowd i mean new jack, you know, new, new white, jack could easily make the crowd gimmick. hate him and that's what jim Cornette told him to do Right gimmick, right time. That's exactly, it. and I didn't mean to didn't mean to, to to cut you off there. I apologize. Um, no, it's, all, it's I, all good. And I believe their first main feud. I mean, the gangsters. I think they they feuded with the Rock and Roll Express. And, yeah. Uh, I mean, how to that turned out, and and that's where New Jack. I mean, New Jack didn't get. In, I believe, if I'm correct, he didn't get into wrestling until his late twenties. But it didn't matter. I mean, he was you know well trained. Uh, I mean, he was just really good at his job. I mean. Jim Cornette basically said, "Look, just make the crowd hate you, and everything will be fine." And you know, New Jack really, you know, took that by storm. I mean, New Jack liked it. I mean, New Jack likes making you know the crowd you know hate on him, and you know that. I mean, that's New Jack. Yeah, I mean, if you're gonna be a heel, 
all right, if you're two African Americans and you're going to be a heel in the South, where it's in, in a time when there's kind of racial tension, uh, what no brainer, man. I'm going to piss these honkies off. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's what's good. I mean, when you have like two big heels, you know, top, you know, feuding with the top baby faces, you're go- you're gonna you're gonna draw a huge crowd, you know, and and, and it's gonna make good money. And since New Jack and, and Mustafa Said were so good at, it, I mean, that's how they got their opportunity to ECW. Yeah, and and that's when it just like really just the gimmick just just took off. Yeah, and and the gimmick. And speaking of the gimmick, I he, he I think the idea came from a movie. I think it was with uh with 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 Wesley Snipes. Uh, yeah, it was written Wesley Snipes and uh, Ice T. It's one of actually my favorite movies, New Jack City. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then he basically said he, he like he went and saw the film, he loved it, and he just came up with the name New Jack. Yeah, and he's actually I mean that's what he's known about. Like like when people ask like when people because like, his real name is Jerome Young. I mean a lot of people were like, oh, who's that? Like New Jack. Like oh yeah, well we just know him as New Jack. I mean people, a lot of people don't even know that his his real name is Jerome Young. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. But that—that's what happens with wrestling. Like you get known by 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 the name you go by publicly. I mean that's that's why a lot of wrestlers will find trademarks on their names, like like Brody Lee in AEW, for example. I mean he I I read that you know once he left WWE he filed a trademark for that name for because Brody Lee was yeah. his, 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 his independent name. That's what he was known yeah. by, yeah. All right. So so as we get to New Jack to ECW now, he was already you know work, working the, the matches you know. They, uh, they had a feud, I think, with the Eliminators. But now we get to the very most interesting part. And this has been a subject that's really had my interest in so long. It might not be right to say because uh, I'm talking about the mass transit incident. And believe it or not, after this episode, I actually got into an, I actually got into an argument with somebody on Twitter about the whole thing. And we'll, we'll get to that soon. But the mass transit incident is one of the most controversial. But if you understand, you do your research, you know everything that happened. I mean, you know you know what happened. And you don't feel bad for, yeah. for what you say. So... The show it, it, it was a it, it was a non televised event or as you know the wrestling terms it's called a house show. Um, it was in uh, it was near Boston. It was in Revere, Massachusetts. Uh, the the gangsters were supposed to work a match with uh, uh, Devon Dudley and Axel Rotten, but unfortunately Axel Rotten did not make the show. I mean some people say you know he couldn't fly or he had a family emergency, but for whatever reason, they obviously need, need a repla- need a replacement. So. A, a kid named Eric Kulas, who uh, whose gimmick was uh, something like with with Ralph Cranor, like a bus driver gimmick from the Ralph Cranor yeah, show. Yeah, bus driver. Yeah, exactly. Uh, who apparently had like no wrestling experience. Well, I mean, he, well, they showed him that he worked a couple of matches with with a with a well-known midget wrestler who was known as uh, I think it was Tiny the Terrible or something like that. Yes. So, so I mean, those those things. So he worked a couple of matches, but uh, but but. Correct me if I now, now, now I need you to educate me on this part. But when you're an underage wrestler, if if if, if, if it's uh, it's illegal to work uh, if you're under 18, is that isn't that correct? Illegally, yes, it is. Um, I mean, I was I was a kid back when this happened. Uh, but I know nowadays it's, I mean, I personally was training kids that were, uh, 12, 13 years old. You know, we weren't, we put them on their own little student shows and have their friends and family come to watch them, uh, you know, and they signed waivers and everything. But, uh, um, as far as like, uh, putting them with <laughs> New Jack, I would have done that. But, um, yeah, he was 16, but the thing was, it's not that, it's not that he was a, it's. I mean, he was seven, 16 or seventeen. He but se- he was seventeen, but he said that he was twenty-three and that he was tra- exactly. He was trained by Killer Kowalski too. 
And that's where, and you, I mean, there's no check, you know, at that point, there's no checking, you know, whether his facts are all right, right then and there. I mean, the guy tells you that you need a replacement, boom, you're going with it. He's, uh, there was no way they were going to tell he was, he was a big kid. They weren't going to be able to tell he was 17 years old. He said he was 21. Now, had he went up there and said, hey, I'm 16, 17, you know, um, then he probably wouldn't even been in, in the in the ring. And the they, they, they probably would have thrown him out of the building, honestly. E- e- exactly. So on that part, as far as uh, it being legal, no, it's not legal. But he also lied. You know, he, he lied, lied about, about his, ex- it. his experience. And he said that he was trained by Killer Kowalski. Killer Kowalski. And, and I saw there, there's these videos. I mean, there's a couple of videos on the mass transit. And they said that Killer Kowalski, he had his wrestling schools in the Boston area. And that he actually often attended ECW shows when they were in the Boston area. Um, but if, uh, So if he had been there, I mean, they probably would have asked him, yeah, is this a student of yours? And he would have said, no, he's lying. And But unfortunately, yep. Killer Kowalski was not there. And I, I do want to um, kind of correct you. I don't mean to correct you. I hate that word because it like comes off so like, Oh, I'm smug. I'm going to correct you. But what I is like, um, this is the one thing that's been sticking out is he did not get the booking. Eric Coolis, Mass Transit, did not get the booking. It was Tiny the Terrible and his partner that were booked. Really? He came. He came along with them. Okay. Because seeing if he could get something, and when it came time to do this, he kind of pushed them to the side. And they got fucked. Okay, I'm actually glad. No, yeah, I'm glad you you brought that up because you're enlightening me, and that's another thing I'm learning from the incident, and and, and that's why the whole thing is so interesting because you learn so many things, and it and it really blows you it's away. It's a situation that could have easily, easily been avoided. Uh, but exactly. One, he wanted to get in the ring. He lied about his age. He lied about his experience, and then the people that got him there, he pushed them aside, who were over the age of eighteen. Okay. So he pushed them aside. They, they, they didn't. I don't think they did. They work a match. That I don't think I heard anything in that documentary about them working a match. Probably not after mass transit incident. Um, but and then you go out and you're trying and you're talking New Jack and you're telling New Jack you want to get bladed and you want to do this. You want to get cut. You oh. want to bleed it. I mean, you're do you're you asked for everything the second you stepped in that building. You asked for it. And that's why you I want to ask you something very step. important. I'm sorry. If, if, go ahead and finish. I'm sorry. No, no, no. That, that was my that was okay. that was my last point. And this was something I, I'm asking you from a sports writing perspective. In the world of professional wrestling, and this is and, and Blue Media himself said that in his shoot interview. I don't know if you saw it. It was with Hannibal TV. He said, "When you're a young wrestler, especially a rookie, when you get invited to a show, you arrive, you get to the locker room, you introduce yourself, you put your bags down, you shut your mouth, you open your ears. It's yes sir, no sir. You do not ever." ever make requests you just sit there you do as you're told and if you do great you get invited back and that's how your career goes and yeah. Blo- and blooming he said yeah the kid had no work ethic. i mean well, it's obvious because i mean okay it should be common sense if you're a young wrestler i mean is it really a good idea for you to go to a veteran and say hey this is what i want to do i want i want i want to body sam you out of the ring i want to from what it said no. like new jack said that new eric came up to him and said that he wanted to like suplex him out of the ring or put him through a table and then New Jack basically just said, you know, F no. And then and then New Jack says that's one of the most disrespectful things to do. I mean, to be a rookie and then, you know, you know, and, and you know, just make make these uh, huge demands. And even I mean, I've I've read things. I've seen, you know, these videos and um, 
Well, first of all, you know, go back to Tiny the Terrible. I mean, one story said that he actually supported Kulis's claims. Like, said, yeah, this kid's, you know, tw you know. Well, some people say he was he said he was 21, some 23, but the bottom line is he said that he was at least 21 years old. And they said that Tiny the Terrible supported his story, but from the documentary, it seems like no, Eric Kulis kind of like took the opportunity he did that from on him. his own. Yeah, yeah. Mm, and that exactly. and, and that his dad. And, well, obviously, his dad supported the story. I mean, if his dad was gonna let him go through this, then obviously. Yeah, and notice his dad didn't say anything until yeah. the kid was getting stabbed. He's 17! He's 17! Where was that before this all happened? I mean, okay, so I, yeah, a exactly. Lot, a lot of the fault lies on the parents. Mm -hmm. And I'm sorry to, like, be, to, to come off like this, but it is your fault that, you, that that happened to your son. You could have stepped in as a parent, as a responsible adult. You could have stepped in and stopped that situation. See, and it's only that. Well, I don't know. Uh, sorry, Spence. I mean, I don't know what, what his mom knew about it, but, but I get your point. But, but also... I think, I mean, Eric Kulas did not deserve what happened to him. He didn't, but it's also his fault because, you know, he lied about his age, he lied about his experience, and he, uh, and, and he made I, it. I, say, I, I would say it is his fault. You asked to get stabbed. You asked to get stabbed in a wrestling match from somebody who's known for stabbing people and slicing people and doing hardcore stuff. You asked for it, and then you, you, you're sitting there bleeding like a pig, you know, like, what did you think was going to happen? And, uh, and not only that, but, you know, from, from all these stories, like, he, he was misbehaving backstage, you know, he just, you know, not following instructions, you know, just, you know, like I said, you know, he's making ridiculous requests, and, you know, just, 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 well, just you know, just showing poor, a uh, poor attitude to where, and from what I'm told, is if a young wrestler acts that way, that's an easy way to kill your career, like, you'll never be booked again. Oh, yeah, uh, um, uh. One, I want—I do want to go back to where you were talking about as a young wrestler, what you should do. Blue Meanie is a hundred percent right, uh, it, especially when you're working with a veteran. Me, I haven't really worked with that many veterans, but when you do, it's—it's it's what they—they're going to tell you what to do because they know they know how they're going to get through this match. They know what they're talking about. So it's yes, it's shit that sit down, shut up, listen and learn. You don't go in there and, and just start telling people what you're going to do. You know, no, if I'm working not. a match with, with somebody I trained with or, okay, what, this is what I want to do. This, okay, this is what we're going to do. Okay. But, but it, even, even when you're planning a match with someone, it's never, unless you're the veteran, this is what we're going to do. Or this is what I, it's, you know, do you mind if we do this? Do, uh, what, do you, what are you thinking? You know, it's never, it's, it's, you, you don't go up to a veteran and, and do that. And uh, that's just. Pro wrestling 101, man. See, and and, and that's the and that's the what, what Blue Meanie said. The kid had no work ethic. Now I want to ask you now. Obviously, you're supposed to do what the veteran said, but are you allowed to ask questions like you know, uh, like you know, if you're gonna work with a veteran who's had you know recent concussions, is it okay to ask like, is there what should I do to avoid you know, aggra aggravating an injury? I'm like, can you ask like these kind of questions or, or, or I mean, or it's yeah, not like I mean, it's not like the 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 veteran. Uh, in my experience, when I've worked shows with, with legends and veterans, it's not like the he shows up, does the match, and goes home. You know, they're there in the arena for hours. And if you if you have that opportunity to work with them, yeah, take that. Get some insight. There, um, I mean, I don't think there's any stupid question. If you really don't know, and you're going to this guy who's definitely going to know, hey, man, how can I protect myself more? How can I do this? Uh, what can I do to make this look better? Um, nine times out of ten, he's going to sit there and talk to you. Now, whether you take that information and use it is up to you. Mm -hmm. You know, that's... But it, it's... I, I, um, it's... If you're working with, with, a, with a legend, a veteran, uh, 
and you're not asking questions, I think there's a problem there. Yeah, exactly. And the veterans will actually be, they'll, they'll be amazed because, you know, you're asking questions because you want to learn and, and they respect that. But now we get to the match. Now, the, the match was obviously, it was booked as a squash. Um, and, you know, and, and New Jax, you know, said, you know, he told Devon Dudley, look, we're going to get the ring. You know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to isolate you from the ring and then, you know, just don't come back in. And he probably said, like, a couple of times, like, try to get back in. I'll just, like, I'll throw you back outside. So basically, and, and then and then Mass Transit himself was target. I mean, he was pumped. He was like hit with a with a crutch like a couple of times, and, and and then I think like I think it was a toaster. I mean, I don't know whatever it was. I mean, New Jack hit him in the head with something. It looked like it was a toaster, but and, and and not only that, I mean, they were doing all the elbow drops. I mean, they were really you know they were really working Eric Kulos, but a lot of people like saying that they were really teaching Kulos a lesson about like or they were really like trying to hurt him. I'm like, I mean, we don't know what happened. I mean, look. Some people say they were teaching Kulas a lesson. What, what happens when you you know you when you disrespect veterans? You don't do as you're told. This and that. But the, the match was booked as a squash, so obviously that's how a squash goes. It's a one-sided match. So uh, and it, so now it gets to the end of the match. Now, so New Jack said he had a, a surgical scalpel, which was about you know a small one, and then he the way he explains he had it taped on a, he had it taped on something. So the first time he did it, it, it didn't work. So, so apparently, like. The original idea was him to just do a small, a small blade, and that was it. But apparently, it didn't work. And from all these research I've done, a source said that Eric Kulas's forehead was so big that he couldn't cut it. Like it took three tries to get it. But whatever happened, so he 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 cuts him open, just like you know. Apparently, that's how it was. But before I go into deep, like a source said that Eric was told that he was have to bleed. So I'm not so. But but apparently, but I know this documentary tells the truth. So if he actually. Wasn't told that he had to bleed, but he wanted to bleed. I mean, that might have been the, the biggest mistake that he, they, uh, that he made that night. From, from I don't want to say knowledge because again, I'm not there in the incident, but from you know things that I've read and from this from this series, um, he asked to. Mm-hmm. So New Jack basically to. he did what he did what he asked him to. He did what he. I mean, if you go up to somebody that's known for this and you say, Hey, I want to, you know, I want to do a bunch of hardcore stuff and, and I want to do this with you. And can, can you blade me or can you stay? Yeah. I'll cut you open. Sure. Sure. Like, yeah. Why? Well, you're asking for it. Exactly. So, and then, and then the second, now what I don't, this is what I want to know is did the conversation of, um, him asking new Jack to blade him or cut him, did that come after he had already pissed off New Jack about telling him what they're going to do in the match? Or was that before? From the sounds of it, because, based, based mean, on how New Jack was angry, it was, it was probably the last request he made. Based on, based on New Jack's tone and how he explained it, I think, that, I, I think the blading request well, was the last then, request. Then, I mean, you already pissed New Jack off at that point. And you're going to ask him to blade you? I mean, come on. I mean, it, I can't. I'm sorry. I... I I can't feel bad for that because it's like you asked for every little bit of it. If I go into the ring, right, and and I say, hey, I, w- I want you to stiff the shit out of me tonight, you know, I can't go back and, and complain that I got stiffed. If I, if I go and say, hey, I want you to blade me tonight, I can't complain about how much, how far, or how deep you blade. <laughs> it happened. That's, I, my, I put my life in your hands. I voluntarily gave my life to you. Exactly. You know, and asked for that. It's not like he said, oh, I'm going to go for a body slam, and then he just started stabbing you. It's not like he tricked you or, or misled you. You asked for this. Mm-hmm. And New Jack said, all right. Well, New Jack, well, New Jack did what he asked for. So, 
I mean, when people ask, do I think New Jack went too far? I'm like, I mean, I don't know because if if the, I mean, if if, if New Jack says like the first time he tried, you know, he did a simple like like a little a little slide, you know, to do a, a simple blade job. If it didn't work, and then then he he tried again, then then maybe he, maybe he might might have might have done it not done it right. I mean, I don't know. I don't know what happened, but so it happens, and then you hear you hear Eric scream, and then blood starts you know pouring out of his face, and then um. Uh, and then, then that's when he that, that's when he start hearing his dad. You know, I, he says, you know, he's seventeen. Ring the bell, and then he starts asking, "Where's the ref?" Yeah, speaking of the ref, yeah, I was actually amazed the ref was ever in the ring, which is something I'm asking myself. But uh, but the match didn't end there. And then after that, um, I th and then you know, New Jack take the chair, got on the top rope, and then you know, did that splash. And then that's when uh, that's when the paramedics start getting in the ring, and then New Jack yeah. grabbed, grabbed the mic and then said, and then said what he said. I'm not gonna sit on air because you know it, it, it's kind of ugly, but we all know what New Jack said and. I mean, and then what did what did Eric Coolis do as he's laying there, getting checked on by the EMTs, with blood squirting out of his head? He flipped he off the crowd. Up, he f no, he flipped off New Jack. Wait, 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 was it New Jack? I mean, I know he said you know, like, he flipped off the from crowd. From the angle, it looked like he was flipping off New Jack. And either way, whether he was flipping off New Jack or flipping off the crowd, right then you're still saying you're still showing this is a game. You know, this is game, you know that you're part of the match. And that's why New Jack got off. It's a work. He, yeah. We were in a wrestling match. You because, can't dispute that yeah. because after you were blading and cutting, it's not like you you were you you were uh uh you know really showing that that and I'm not gonna say he was in pain. Obviously he was in pain, but you threw your middle fingers up like Stone Cold would. Stone Cold wasn't you know Stone Cold back, uh, around this time. I don't think, but. You did, you did what Stone Cold would have done to Vince McMahon after a match. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Who's to dispute whether that that was real or not? You know? Well, they said that he was doing that because you know, he wanted to go down as a heel. Well, then then again, you put you then it's a story. Yeah. Then you just, then you did a regular wrestling match with with weapons and and uh, you did a death match and you trying to continue the story, or or you're trying to go out as as a big heel. Uh, all those signs point to New Jack is not responsible. You put, you did that. You you volunteered for that to happen. That's that's what uh, New Jack's attorney said. The kid knew what he was getting into, and he and he was prepared for it. And, that, and that's how it is. So now we get to, uh, now they're in the match. Um, uh, one of the the guys, one of the two guys who did security that day. Obviously, Eric's father was pissed off, and he tried to get the locker room. And you know, he says, "Yeah, I wouldn't let him in." He goes to New Jack, then you know, throws a, a, a racial slur at him and says, "You know, you stabbed my son, this and that." And then, and then New Jack, you know, we, we goes to a part where New Jack said, "You know, what he would have done," but <laughs> but the bottom, but the bottom line is, guy, uh, folks, and we mean no disrespect at all. Eric knew what he did, what he did. He he made he took unnecessary risks. He made he 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 did things like he wasn't supposed to, and and then it happened. Now, did he deserve to be cut like that and this will happen? No, I, he did not deserve it. But he has nobody to blame but himself. Because yeah. if you're an, aspi an aspiring wrestler and you take and you take wrestling seriously, you know off the top of your head you never misbehave unprofessionally backstage, especially on your first night. You know you, you, you don't make ridiculous requests with veterans. You, you, you don't go to wrestling and say, as, as Blue Media described, he goes, hey, this is what I want to do, this and that. And honestly, and, and, and I know much, and about blading... If he was trained by Killer Kowalski, he would have known all that before oh. he stepped in that venue. Oh, exactly, because Killer Kowalski is one of the biggest wrestling legends ever. So, 
So the bottom line is, folks, what happened happened, and Eric Eric deserves the blame. And this is what I got into argument on Twitter about because people were saying, you know, Eric didn't deserve it. I'm like, well, I never said he deserved it. I'm just saying that, you know, it's his fault that it happened. I mean, it's. I mean, I mean, I, under, I mean, I understand his life. Right. His life went happened? to a downward spiral. Should it have happened? No. Would I pull out the knife and do I do death matches? Would I do I do hardcore matches? No, that's not my forte. Would do would I do that? No. But at the same time, you didn't have to do that. Mm-hmm. You didn't have to do that. And it starts, and, and it all started because you know, as you mentioned, it was the two midget wrestlers who were supposed to be part of the show, but Kulas, you know, obviously, you know, he wanted to, you know. He wanted an opportunity of his own, so. And what's you know what you know, and I think some people are missing the point on this. New Jack still took care of um, the midget. Yeah, he did. He got him a, a gig. He, the guy wound up going to doing a gig in WWE. So it's like it's like okay, the, the guy that was, and I kind of feel that it's like the guy that was originally supposed to do this. He got fucked out of it. This whole controversy happened of it. But you know what? He still got taken care of. I think because you know because New Jack knew, but I mean all these wrestlers knew knew what the uh, I think they knew what what the wrestling card was. Um, well, I mean I I don't know. I mean it, it was already a tag team match with him with, with Devon Dudley and Axel, so I don't know what the situation was with the midget wrestlers. So maybe at first it was going to turn into. I mean I don't know if it was going to be Devon and the two midgets versus the gangsters, but the bottom line is the the two midgets had their opportunity taken away from them. I mean especially Tiny the Terrible, but New Jack took care of them. And, and and you know, New Jack said like, yeah, if you help me, you know, with this court case, I'll take care of you. And then you know, mm-hmm. and you know, the whole court case. I mean, uh, was, yeah, it, I mean, it, it's real interesting. <laughs> I mean, all these wrestlers, yeah, testi- mean, all these wrestlers testified, you know, you know, about Akulis's backstage behavior, and, and and then it came to the point where you know where Paul Heyman got on the witness stand, and you know, and I think the. The New Jack's defense attorney said, "What did Mr. What did Kulas's father say to New Jack backstage?" And, yeah. and then Paul Heyman was like, "He called him this." And then and then New Jack, you know, mentioned you know the the kind of jury he had, and then that's when everything went into his favor. Yeah, yeah. So the I second mean, that happened, which yeah, I guess, yeah, I give I give New Jack and, and Paul Heyman credit on that one. I do, you know. But you know, uh, it was it was part of the match. You asked for it, so. What are you? What are you gonna do? And then if you see, which we're, we're gonna get to, if you see, there's a pattern of this whole wrestler going up and either not wanting to do, but what's supposed to be done, or them wanting to do things and and, and pretty much going about things the right the wrong way, and that seems to be a pattern in this episode of stupid wrestlers who either want to tell New Jack what to do or not do or not work. Or put themselves and, in harm's or, way and not, or, and and not last care. Minute, and last minute back out of something. Like, it, it's kind of like, can you really blame New Jack for being pissed off at these people and not giving a fuck about his actions? I mean, New Jack would just tell you, you know, do your research, see what happened before you judge me about it. I mean, and, and now, we get, now we get to... Um, so now the mass transit's wrapped it out. Now we get to the scaffold matches with Vic Grimes. Now that's really, really interesting. So the first scaffold match, um, the scaffold was. Well, I think I think this one was like twenty feet high. I mean, I, I'm not sure. So part of the, the match was planned. I mean, they were supposed to fight. You know, fight their way to the top. And they were both. I think they were both supposed to fall. Or I don't know if New Jack was supposed to throw him off or whatever. 
Um, they were they they were he was. I think they were supposed to go to, go off together. I believe. Okay, that's, yeah, that's I think so. Yeah, and then they go through a bunch of tables. So, yeah, so they then, get there. Well, no, not not. Uh, yeah, go through a table on on the bottom. Yeah, but last but last minute. Uh, what with Vic Grimes is is backing out. Yeah, he got Jack, cold, he, he got cold feet. Yeah, he's like, I can't do this. It's too high. And New Jack says, Look, because New Jack said they were on pay per view. I mean, when you're on when you're on pay per view, yeah, you cannot screw up because one screw up will will mess up the ratings and money will be lost. So you and just, you're already you're already up there. You you're know? already up there. Yeah, you're, you're already dedicated to that spot. And then right before you go out, you're gonna get the chills. That's how people get hurt. Obviously, yeah, that's how people get hurt. I would. I mean, you know, if 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 uh, if I had gotten I mean, scared, I would I would have just asked New Jack to just grab me and pull me, and then you would said, okay, cool. So New Jack there's said, no, New Jack, there's no uh, reason why he couldn't have went up to New Jack any time before that and said, yo, let's not do that spot. Yeah, I mean, it was it was already a done deal. Like once you step in the ring, I mean, whatever's on the script, you gotta follow through. It's just that simple. I mean. I'm not a professor wrestling my wrestler myself, but this is what this is what I understand. Like, when a script is done, you you, you got to follow through because if you don't, not only do you mess up the show, but I mean, you, you mess up your career and you mess I up mean, you mess up your opponent's career too. I mean, sometimes you know you know you have to work on the fly and you do have to uh, you know change change the script as they say. But when you are on a scaffold, okay, there's really no other options there. Of of getting down without losing the fans. What are you gonna get up there and then be like, oh no, we're gonna climb down now? No, no, you'll you ruin the show. Them. Yes. So I mean, <laughs> you're dedicated at that point. Yeah. So anyway, so New Jack grabs them. They fall. Now they go through the table, which was part of the thing, but it was botched because New Jack, you know, landed first, and 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 Vic Grimes landed on his head, cracked his skull. Cause you know a, a serious injury. I mean, New Jack lost sight in that eye, and that's not. What, I mean, New Jack was already pissed off. So anyway, a year later, they have the rematch, and I think this time it was a forty-foot scaffold. It was even war. It was even higher. And before the match, that like New Jack says he went to a pawn shop and then he bought a taser. But but apparently before the match, Vic Grimes finally goes to New Jack and you know says I'm sorry, and that and okay that and New Jack was already pissed off. And you know, and you know the Sam, you know, and the Sandman who, who who's a big part of this episode, and, and he says that New Jack told him told him what he was gonna do, and then so then Vic Grimes all of a sudden says, "Hey man, I'm sorry." I, I think that apology just like that that pissed off New Jack even more because he waits a year and then he waits till right before the match to say, "I'm sorry." I'm like, it's too late, dude. So anyway, the match goes on. They they climb up on on top, and then and then he you know, he pulls out the the taser, starts you know tasing him, and then you, and then Vic Grimes says that you know he can't feel his legs. He says, "Don't worry, I got you." And then. Then just throws him, throws him off, and Vic Grimes, you know, lands on the rope and then falls in, in the, into the ring. But what's so scary about this, folks, is that New Jack said, you know, I mean, he, he the plan was for him to throw him off and for him to land on the floor. And if that if that had happened, Vic Grimes would have been killed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So, I mean, I find it. Uh, I probably shouldn't laugh, but I found that this whole thing funny when when New, when Sam is like, "Yeah, he told me he had a taser," and it's like, "Oh, well, I mean, yeah, that's you. That's your boy. You know, you know." But um, if my boy came up to me and was like, "Hey, you know, um, I'm gonna get my revenge on this fucking dude for almost killing me," um, honestly, I God honest truth, all right, my mouth is shut. 
I don't know nothing. I don't know nothing. Hey, yeah. I don't know nothing. Um, and uh, uh, do I agree? <laughs> do I agree? Not that uh, New Jack nor anyone should give a fuck about my opinion, but uh, do I agree that it, uh, I think uh, the taser didn't, wasn't needed. But hey, that's New Jack. He did. He did what he felt he had to do. Um, as the promoter, you don't think that something's gonna go on in this match. You don't have a slight clue that something is going to happen that's not supposed to happen. Well, was it any, I don't know. Was, was the second match actually at an ECW show? No, it was at an XPW show, okay. um, Extreme Pro Wrestling, which and, was booked by, I think, Rob Black, I believe is his name. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if Sam, we don't know if Sam was actually there. I mean, you know, New Jack could have probably, New Jack, maybe New Jack um, called no, Sam him. Sam, Sandman was there. It, okay. it was pretty much they took and ECW folded. Like, all right, but around the time ECW was like 99, 2000, um, XPW was like pretty much California's ECW, and they kind of had beef. So when ECW folded, a lot of the ECW guys went to go work with XPW. So it was pretty much like like the West Coast ECW. All right, so that makes sense. So anyway, uh, and, and and I'm already amazed that Vic Grimes agree agreed to it too. I mean, th- th- that's the first thing that comes to my mind. Like Vic Grimes knows that New Jack is pissed at him, so why would he agree to this? Maybe he's like, if he was thinking a year later. Yeah, is he thinking? Maybe he's thinking, okay, maybe New Jack's not that bad. Maybe he doesn't care. Like, no, you're wrong. If you know New Jack well, if, if you if you hurt him or whatever, you do something. Of course, he's gonna be pissed at you. But my, see, it's it's like all right. If I'm booking this, all right, I know a year ago these two had the same match. And something went wrong that they now have real life heat over each other. Like they have real life beef over, right? As a promoter, I'm going to book a year later this same match with a higher scaffold, book the same two people who have a problem with each other in the match. You don't think that, and you know New Jack, how New Jack is. You don't think something's going to, like, come on, no one's that dumb, no one's that clueless. You don't. You don't even slightly think maybe this is a bad idea because someone can get killed this time. I mean, it's just amazing. I mean, I'm just amazing that that it went through. But you know, a lot of the wrestlers knew about the heat, but you know, they just kept their mouth closed. It's none of my business. Whatever, whatever you know, New Jack does. I mean, new, I mean, we, there's nothing we can who's do. I mean, you, you, you can't. Even, it's not like you can't even stop him anyway. So anyway, so he throws him off. He uh, he narrowly misses the floor. He lands on the rope and. And the only injury apparently was he just, it was just a dislocated ankle and that was it. And then yeah, they, and then New Jack climbed down and said, you know, now we're even and and yeah. I guess and I guess I, I don't know how the match ended. I mean, I guess the match might have ended in, in a no contest. Right then, I think that right then and there. I mean, I don't I don't know how I, I don't know how a, I mean a, a scaffold match is. If, if I can find if I can find a link to that match, I'll link it to you. Okay. I mean, I I, I don't know much about a scaffold. I mean, is it like the the winner? You know, the loser is the one who falls off or is thrown out. But yeah. anyway, so that. I, I think at that point it was more like, because um, if you notice in 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 the XPW scaffold match there was a bunch of tables. Yeah. He hit one table, and bounced. I don't think he bounced off the rope. I believe there was a stack of tables, and he bounced off of one table, then hit the rope. Then, then hit the rope. Yeah, I think. I th- yeah. yeah, you're right. The bo- overall, it's just he, and that's he was crazy. supposed to hit the floor, but he didn't. Th- you have all those tables. And you 
bounce off of one. Yeah, like that. Like those tables could have broken his fall. Yeah. He bounced off of one. Like that was so scary to watch. Like, whoa. Oof. But all Vic Grimes got was a dislocated ankle. So now we're done with ECW. Now we get to something really interesting. New Jack, a hardcore, a, a current hardcore legend versus a dude named Gypsy Joe who's been wrestling, who's a regional wrestler for, you know, over 50 years. And, okay, I mean... Wait, some... wasn't there one more before this? Well, are you talking about the match, the stabbing match? With the, with the, with the kid that, that, uh, got, that, like, walked away from New Jack during, while they were playing. Uh, oh, you know what? Oh, man. Glad you brought this up. This, this actually made me mad because it's racist what happened. You see, folks, and, and, then, and now we get, we're done with the fig. I was like, New Jack... A kid came up to him and asked him to shake his hand, and New Jack, you know, obliged, you know, because, you know, this, he has fans, you know, in, you know. And then the kid, and then he says, the kid grabbed and rubbed his hand on his arm and then looked at his hand. Yeah, because it's because the kid's father told him that if he got close to a black person, then he would rub, then he would become black, it would rub off on him. But that actually wasn't the story I, I, I was thinking of, but I'm glad you brought that up. Cause well, I mean, that, that, <laughs> that, that, that story itself, I mean, it, it really pissed me off. I mean, it, um, it's racist. It was, and was... it was at an indie show. It was at an indie show in Florida. Um, and uh, it was um, this, this red-headed kid that he wanted to work New Jack. And so the promoter put him against New Jack and, and like, the promoter told him just sit down, shut up, and listen. And uh, the promo and uh, he pretty much wound up doing that. Eric Coolus and telling him what they're gonna do, and I'm gonna do this to you. And New Jack's like, hold up, no, 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 let's do this. And he got mad. It made conversation while planning the match. Got up, out the chair, walked away from New Jack. Like, oh, whatever, man. All right, well, that that's a whole other level right there. I mean. I mean, I believe that was the second, like, they did the XPW, and I think they started talking about this one. I think Gypsy Joe was the last one, I believe. I think you're right, yeah. But, I don't, oh. but anyway, so the match goes on, and then, and then and the match, what happened in the match? <laughs> um, oh, so in the match, the kid uh, gets in the match, uh, he, they go to lock up, and the kid pushes New Jack into the corner and starts punching him dead in the nose. Like stiffy, like, 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 like in a stiff, stiff yeah, yeah. Oh, like a legit yeah. punching him in the nose. And the funny thing is, is <laughs> uh, Jack gets on the cat. Uh, when, when they go to, like, you know, him him talking, he goes, I mean, my nose is already big. I don't need somebody pumping that up anymore, you know? So it's kind of like like this kid not only just pissed New Jack off before by walking up mid-conversation and walking out and, like, getting pissed off and throwing a tantrum. You're stiffing him right now in the beginning of the match. So... Um, New Jack had um, his, his Wolverine claws, yeah. but one of them broke off. So he's had that in his pocket. He just stuck it in his pocket. This kid kept uh, punching him in the face. New Jack grabs the headlock, and he's like, you sure you want to do this? You sure you want to do this? And the kid's still fucking being stiff and not working with New Jack. So New Jack stabbed him nine times in the head. Damn. And then New Jack you know, got arrested for it, and, and then... Yeah. The kid visited him in, in jail while I think New Jack was awaiting trial, and he said, I'll drop the charges. I'll drop if, if you if, take me on the road with if, you. If you take me on the road with you, and then we do the, we turn this into an angle. Yeah. So I, I, and I guess New Jack agreed, but, but then New Jack disappeared. Yeah. 
Yeah, he said um, after that, and once he got out of jail and the charges were dropped, he left Florida. Mm-hmm. And, I'm, and I was like, I laughed at that. I, was like, <laughs> I mean, it's, it, it, I was it's like, funny when you think kid, about it. <laughs> did, the kid, did the kid really think that New Jack was going to do this? Was going to be like, yeah, yeah, you just offered to drop the charges for nothing. There's no legal contract that says you guys are going to do this to drop the charges. He's, he can do whatever the fuck he wants at that point. You drop the charges. He's gone. Did this kid really think New Jack was going to take him on the road and turn this into an angle? No. no. I mean, that, yeah, I mean. He got to get out of jail free card. Exactly. And I really don't think New Jack would want to work with him based on that honest behavior bat, last time. You really think New Jack's going to waste his time with, with, with an idiot like that? Hell no. Exactly. I mean, exactly. New Jack does not waste time with, 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 with useless people. That's New Jack. New Jack only works with people who are serious. So, and literally, New Jack, literally, then, the door wide the, open for him to get out of jail, and then New Jack just took full advantage of it. So I have to applaud New Jack I, for that. I, I did, too. I said, you know what? Get out of jail, free card. It worked. And speaking of serious, now, your next story with Gypsy Joe. This is tell us the, the perfect story of a wrestler who takes themselves too seriously. You, you, con, uh, you continue with the uh, Gypsy Joe. All right, so anyway, so... Now, Gypsy Joe, now, now in, in this documentary, they said that he was 72, but in a story, they said that he was 69. I mean, I don't know which age is right, but the bottom line is Gypsy Joe, it's still he, up there. He, he was an old man. He was a really old man. He was like between the, I mean, he was, I can tell he, he was probably between the ages of 65 and 75, but he was old as fuck. So anyway, um, it's a, I think it was a show, I think it was in Tennessee or in North Carolina. It was in the South because Gypsy Joe, again, w- w- was a, was a star in, in, in the, in, in the Southern, in the I think it was in the. I think it was in the Carolinas. Okay. So anyway, um, so New Jack, I guess, gets to the show like, like it's nothing new. And then, uh, and, and then, uh, and based on what I said, like, uh, Gypsy Joe came up to him. I mean, Gypsy Joe said, like, when they were playing the match, Gypsy Joe said to him, I'm going to teach you how to wrestle, boy. <laughs> and, 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 and that's that's the story I read. Now, in the document, they said, like, he said, New Jack, listen, kid, I can teach you a lot of things. And New Jack says, what, are you talking to me? Because so apparently yeah so they they didn't know each other at all, and uh, and in in the story like um and, and we all, and knowing uh based on my research on uh, Gypsy Joe he's a guy that no sells moves now folks what what what's, what no sell means is when you get like punched you don't pretend like you know like you don't go down or you you don't like, you don't sell the move like it, that, that's what he was doing he was not he was not using the art of choreography like Gypsy Joe really fought for real like he didn't he he didn't believe I don't think he believes in kayfabe or Whatever, whatever. I mean, I don't know. But anyway, so so uh, at, at first, at first, New Jack said the promoter said, you know, we want to do a comedy match, but he says, well, I don't do comedy matches. I only do hardcore. So uh, I guess they changed it. But anyway, so apparently there were already backstage tensions between the two because in the story I read, uh, Gypsy Joe claims New Jack didn't show any respect, while New Jack claims that Gypsy Joe told him, you know, I was hardcore before hardcore was even invented, and that's an insult to New Jack. But whatever the tensions were backstage, I mean, things were already going bad because the crowd was hostile. Uh, uh, the, you know, uh, from the story, like somebody called New Jack, you know, a, a racial slur. But although security took that took that fan out, and 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 the fans were already like the, the fans kept you know throwing racial slurs at him, telling him go home, get out of here. So the match starts, and apparently, uh, according to New Jack, uh, Gypsy Joe gave him a stiff headbutt and like and and stiff to, and gave him a stiff punch to the neck. I mean, when you stiff New Jack, I mean, you're already pissing. I mean, he was New Jack was already pissed off. So when you get, if, if you're gonna stiff him in the match, I mean, you're only making it worse. So New Jack gets some offense in, but Gypsy Joe 
doesn't sell the moves, and that pisses off New Jack. So that's when New Jack goes from working to legitimate, le legitimate shooting. And the match just, you know, the match just, it literally turned into a fight because, you know, Gypsy Joe fought back, but it, it was it was no longer a wrestling match. It was an actual street fight. And it got, and then, you know, it, 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 it took a worse, uh, um, a worse, a worse turn, a, a turn worse for the world. Okay, I don't know what I'm saying, but I think y'all know what I'm saying. It got worse, and then he pulled out a baseball bat full of barbed wire, and then he beats uh, Gypsy Joe, then and throws him to a chairs, and then the match ended. So I mean, like, yeah, that was just, uh, um, I mean, one like Gypsy Joe uh, going up to New Jack, like I could teach you something, and it, like I mean, New Jack's at the point like where he's kind of like you know his. He's not a rookie. He's been in this. He's he's pretty much at the end, you know. Like he's just taking these these bookings and whatever. He's, so Gypsy Joe even going up to him and being like, "I could teach you something." Now I'm not saying New Jack knows everything there is to know about wrestling. Nobody does. But at the same time, it's like give the man a little respect. Like he's paid as he's like he's kind of on that level to where he could just work a show, make his money, and go home. You know. Yeah, I mean, I I can't take any side. I mean, the the whole thing is just mysterious. I mean, the, the at the end, I I just see. I just, just never heard of somebody's gimmick. Okay, um, and I have to say, before this incident, like when it not when they were talking about it on Dark Side of the Ring, but when it actually happened, um, I didn't even know who the hell Gypsy Joe was. I mean, really, I, I didn't either. So, so it's it's kind of like it's somebody unknown telling somebody really known that he's going to teach them something. Meanwhile, the guy saying that has never done anything. I mean, not that I know of anything of relevance. So but uh, that was just like my whole thing. is like I, I didn't know who he was before this, so I guess he got popular because of this now. You know, like... <laughs> I mean, the, whole, the whole match, I mean... I, I mean, the, 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 minute those two, the, the minute those two had disagreements backstage or didn't get on the same page... I would have, I would have known, you know, those guys are not gonna, the match is not gonna go well, and it, it didn't take long for the match to go from a work to a legitimate shoot, and I mean the match never, I, the match ended in no contest because from the story says the promoter had to had to come out and end the match because the match got yeah. so violent, and New Jack was told to leave immediately. Yeah, and I, I'm sorry, I've never heard of a wrestler whose gimmick is that he does not sell. Anything. It's because Gypsy like, Joe was it, was regarded as a tough guy, like a, a guy who was tough to take down. I'm sorry. I'm gonna. I'm probably. Uh, if you know Gypsy Joe, and I'm sorry. Um, I'm 29 years old. I don't know who the f Gypsy Joe is. Okay. Um. So pff, he's a tough guy that 90% of the wrestling community does not yeah. know. So again. I've never heard of any wrestler that, uh, um, or any wrestler that's relevant that, hey, my gimmick is that I don't sell. If somebody came up to me and said, hey, my gimmick is that I don't sell, then what is the point? Why am I working you? That if my gimmick is that your gimmick is that you don't sell. So it's more like I'm going to do things to you that you're just going to blow off and I get no, no type of reaction for that. And then you, you can do everything you want to me. That's, that's what you're telling me. Is that you? You 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 want to beat me up, but I can't do my part. You know, like no, like something that's not right. And I, I think that is just a uh, a bullshit excuse. All right, I'm a tough man. My gimmick is that I don't sell anything. Then why the hell are you working with New Jack? 
Exactly. This makes sense. And and I agree with you. I had never, ever heard of Gypsy Joe until, until reading this story. I mean, based on uh, what I know, uh, based on what I've, I've read from him, he never... Uh, he never Did anything? He, well, really? he he only worked in, in, in regional shows. Like, he never, like, he never worked for a major promotion. I mean, back... I mean, he, he wrestled in the... I mean, I don't know when... He, I think he started wrestling in the... In the late '50s through the '60s and '70s, I mean, that's those were his big years. I mean, there was like, I mean, I don't know about the big promotions back then. I mean, I know there was AWA or N- the NWA or all these other wrestling promotions, but he was a guy that he was a star, but he only he only worked in regional regional promotions. He never like he never went any, anywhere big, but he was a star. But he, but he but he was well known on the on the indie scene. I know I know Barry Horowitz, and I don't, but I don't know Gypsy Joe. Bam. That just should just say it right there. I know, I know WCW, Randy Hogan, but I don't know Gypsy Joe. So that should just say the relevantly. Jobbers from WCW stick out in my mind more than Gypsy Joe. And and you're absolutely right. It does not make sense for you to be a guy who doesn't want to sell and and, and you're still working these kinds of matches. If you're a guy that doesn't sell, you should be a real fighter. You you should go to like, you know, this and that. Yeah, go be a go be a seventy year old UFC fighter. Yeah, but you know, I understand. But I understand where Nijak was coming from, though. You can't be a tough, you know, and that's the thing. You you can't be a tough guy in UFC. You have you you can't play tough guy in UFC. In wrestling, he can get away with that. He can get away because it's a work, you know. It's I can I can be whoever I want to be, but you you try that on on somebody real, you know. So that's why I'm like, your, your gimmick is just an excuse for you to not have to work with somebody. That's it. Well, folks, that wraps it up for today. Chris, it was such an honor to speak to, with, with you. And like I said, I'm just so excited. I can't wait to speak to you again. So I'll talk to you later. Thank you, Alex. For those, if you want to follow me uh, on Twitter, uh, Instagram, Facebook, it's at Rex Russell's. R-E-X-W-R-E-S-T-L-E-S.